Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS Podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Linestar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Linestar App and at Linestar MLB and download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store to have everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. After that wonderful five-game turn, four games on DK, turn three games on FanDuel <laughs> Slate on Monday, we have 15 games for you on Tuesday. Two of them are doubleheader games, so there's seven innings each, but we have 15 games to break down for you. Before we do so, you can find me on Twitter at BDM Trick and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, man? Well, I think every White Sox had a homer except Jose Abreu, so that was annoying. Uh, and, of course, we had the rain out and, uh, you know, uh, Luis Castillo got hammered, so it was a weird day, but we're ready to get back on track with a full day. Yeah, my home run guy got rained out, so I don't even have one tonight. So whoever got drawn there, <laughs> sorry. But uh, yeah, so there we go with that one. But yeah, 15 games. Let's just get at it because it's going to be a nice long slate on our hands here. Detroit at Baltimore. Casey Mize, Keegan Aiken over under 10 and a half as you, as you would expect with these two arms. Mize has been a little better of late, but for me, Bogman, it's bats only. Yeah, I, I'm okay if you want to throw a contrarian play out on Mize. The Orioles really haven't been hitting lately. but uh, there, So there's not a ton of bats to pick through here for me. Uh, Mullins, Hayes, Santander on the Baltimore side, if you don't want to go with Mize. And then Scope, Grossman, Candelario. Uh, that's all the guys that have been good recently. Yeah, Candelario's white hot right now. Uh, Derek Hill can be a value if you want to get real freaky-deaky with Detroit, but I'm not looking to do too much in this game, even though it feels like it's just going to pop off for all the offense in the world in that ballpark with these two teams. But I'm not looking to go too crazy here um, outside of like a, you know, a small Detroit stack against Brady Aikens, who are Keegan Aiken, who I have no problem taking advantage of Los Angeles Dodgers at the Philadelphia Phillies, Max Scherzer, Aaron Nola over under of eight max 11,000 on DK 10, six on FanDuel, Nola 10, five and 99 on FanDuel. Nola has been a little rough of late, Max had a great Dodgers debut. You going both one? Who you who you like? I am not paying up for Nola. There's just no way. Not with the way he's been pitching. I'll pay up for Scherzer, and he already has, of course, because he you know played for Washington for most of the year. Uh, three starts for Philly already. Eighteen and two thirds innings pitched. Three earned runs, which is a one four five ERA, and a twenty two to seven K to walk against them. So uh, love him here in this one. Um, and then you know I'll pick through Dodgers bats. Uh, Pollock. Betts, Bellinger, Chris Taylor uh, have all Bellinger's really been hitting ever since uh, we flipped over to August. So um, they're, they're all in play for me. Yeah, I like Scherzer quite a bit on this slate. Philadelphia, they can always go off if they want, but Hoskins is still banged up. He might be out again. You got Harper, who's on fire. He's hitting everybody right now. But outside of that, like you're hoping Brad Miller gets going. Kutch is still on the IL. It, it's a depleted team overall so if you want to go scherzer i'm a big fan of that on the slate you got to pay pay the penny for it but uh it's not too shabby and you can go dodgers like you said uh bellinger has been liquid hot magma so that is very very intriguing <laughs> but uh see what their lineup brings out they have so many choices right now it's crazy in uh la st louis at pittsburgh batty battle of two lefties in this one 
Jay Happ, Stephen Brault over under of nine. Brault was decent in his debut. Is he a potential SP2 for you, or are you just using bats here? Uh, I, I actually might be okay with Happ. He had a pretty good debut for St. Louis. Uh, I look maybe one lineup. I'm not going to go crazy mm -hmm. with Happ, but he's so cheap, 5,900 and 6,400, and the Pirates have been miserable recently. I mean, so I think he might be in play. I'm not really interested in Brault uh, at all. Uh, Goldie is four for 15 against Brault with two bombs, four for nine for Tommy Edmond against him. Uh, Tyler O'Neill has been real good recently, uh, 3,500 apiece on both, Nolan Arenado. And then if you are picking Pirates bats, I mean, it's probably just Brian Reynolds, but Hoy Park has been okay, too. And if you need a catcher, Jacob Stallings has been pretty decent recently. Yeah, I'd throw uh, Nagowski as a complete punt first baseman, if you want to, with Pittsburgh as a, as a right-handed power bat. If you are fading uh, J.A. Happ, which is always fun to do. I kind of like Stephen Brault a little bit. The question is how far does he go? But St. Louis just isn't clicking right now. Maybe Brault's the ticket for it. I don't know, but they're not getting it done. And Brault was, you know for some circles, was a uh, highly anticipated fantasy player this year. Then he got hurt, and now he's back. So we'll see how this one pans out. But I think as an SP2 on DK at 61, he could do worse. Like, we made the joke last night, all the good pitching. We have 30 pitchers tonight, and I don't want more than, like, four. So it's like yeah. we're back to, like, what the heck is going on? I have three main guys and then a bunch of maybes, right? Yeah, when I so first looked at the I slate, have. I was like, you've got to be kidding me after last <laughs> night. So, yeah, here we are. <laughs> Oakland at Cleveland, Sean Manaya versus Tristan McKenzie over under of nine on this one. Manaya's 10K on both sides. McKenzie 75 and 72. And Manaya's one that checks the box for me, Bogman. Yeah, I mean, he get, did get roughed up last time out, but uh, he had a good start against Cleveland on uh, July 17th or 16th, excuse me. Five and a third, three earned, seven strikeouts, no walks. He's expensive, but I like him against Cleveland. Uh, then uh, for as far as bats go, Starling Marte, Josh Harrison, Matt Olson. I mean, no Ramon Laureano, obviously. So uh, those are the guys that I like for this one. Yep. On this slate, uh, I definitely will, won't mind going to some Mania. Uh, Cleveland went off on Castillo. Kudos to him. But I'll, I'll take my chance with Mania if you if you can. Uh, on on the A side of things, big Matt Olson fan, big Starling Marte fan, as you mentioned. But Josh Harrison agrees. Uh, been swinging it. Maybe get some young Gomes catching who's swinging it well. Uh, there's little bits and pieces in that uh, A's lineup that's quite McKenzie's. McKenzie's not horrible either. He's no, super cheap, no. so he's maybe one of those secondary guys. He could be. He could be. And then on the flip side, if Manai is going to be chalky, I have no problem going with like some J Ram and um, Ahmed Rosario and uh, uh, Franmil Reyes in that matchup. Okay. Just just to get weird, but it's, he's got to be very popular on a 15 game slate. It's tough to do because it gets spread out pretty good, and this pitching so freaking bad. It's gonna be hard to pass up on Manai, but. You saw what Cleveland did on um, on Monday night. They have it in them, not very often, but they can, and you can win slates with stuff like that. Because if you faded Castillo with a, an Indian stack, you pretty much won the money on Monday. Tampa Bay at Boston on this slate. Luis Patino, Eduardo Rodriguez over under 9.5 on this one. Patino's 83 on DK, 69 on Fando. Erod, 93 at 8K. I like Patino, not paying 83 for him. Erod, I love on both sides, especially 8K on Fandle. I think it's quite the discount. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on Erod. Uh, I he's kind of coin flippy recently, but uh, since, like you said, we're not in love with a lot of the pitchers on this slate, I, I like him. Patino, I have exactly what you said down here. If he was cheap, I would consider him, but because he's not, I won't. So, uh, Yanni Diaz, six for ten in his career against Erod, uh, three for nine for Brandon Lau against him, and. 
two of those three are bombs. Uh, Nelly Cruz, Brett Phillips, Manny Marco hitting for Tampa. If you want to go on that side, J.D. Martinez, Jan Duran, Kevin Plowicki. I mean, there's not a lot in the Red Sox lineup that's uh, hitting well right now. But, uh, I mean, J.D.'s always in play. Yeah, as we found out in Patino's last start, like, I love this kid's talent. Um, lefties can hit him well because his slider doesn't have quite the bite on it. Uh, that was from Jason Collette of Fangraphs or in Rotowire that was telling me this as he was watching him. So guys like Rafael Devers get a little bit of a bump uh, and see how the rest of that lineup shakes out. But uh, if you are fading Erod, I agree. Nelly Cruz is always in play versus a lefty. Manny Margot hits lefties well. And Randy Rosarena is supposed to be back on Tuesday from the COVID IL. We'll see. That's Fingers crossed. And that would be another big boost to the situation. Washington at the New York Mets in this one. We have Luis or Paolo Espino. I don't know why I had, had Luis in my brain against Carlos yeah. Carrasco over under eight and a half on this one. Carrasco's 8K and 79. He's thrown about 60 to 65 pitches in his two starts. He says he wants to go and he basically says he's in a pitch until they tell him he can't. Looks like uh, New York saying 65 pitches right now. Yeah, I'm going to pass on both pitchers here. I mean, Espino was actually doing okay, but he got roughed up last time out. So pass for me. Uh, Carrasco, like you said, only up to 62 pitches in his last start. So I'll go, I'll stick with bats. Dom Smith, nice option at 31 apiece. Michael Conforto's under 3,000 on both, so he's good. Uh, Carter Keboom has been hitting real well, and he's 2,600. Uh, Luis Garcia has been hitting a little bit since coming up, 28 and 24. Yada, Yadiel Hernandez, we mentioned a couple days in a row, and Alcides Escobar, 32 and 3,000. So I'll stick to just bats here. Yeah, I'm usually not one that I love using the Mets offense here, but Espino, like we saw last time, <laughs> We've seen him like narrow things down and make it work, but he's such a pitch to contact guy. If he's off at all, it's feasting time. So if you want to go with some Mets, like a Dom Smith, that could, like he's only thirty one hundred. Conforto's only twenty. Somehow these guys are so cheap. Even Johnny VR swinging it really well right now. Um, Pete Alonso, like if you want a Mets stack, it's one of the ones I think I'm gravitating a little bit more to on this slate as we as we break things down, just for the upside against Espino. If he's off, it's going to be nasty. I love Cookie. I'm not going to want to fade Cookie, but. Um, and I wish they just let him go. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so much fun. Cincinnati at Atlanta on this one. Sonny Graver, Drew Smiley, over under nine and a half. Gray is 10-3 on DK, 92 on Fandle. Smiley, 69 and 73. Reds bats are white hot. And Sonny Gray has been a coin flip at best. Where are you going on this one? Yeah, I'm going to pass on both these pitchers. I mean, uh, Sonny Gray is just a straight-up pass for me at that price. It's way too much for him. Uh, Smiley, three starts in a row. He's only gotten to four innings. So solo bats for me. Uh, Adam Duvall, two for five with a double uh, against Gray. Uh, Almonte, four for eight against him. Six for 13 for Cassianos against Smiley with four doubles. Three for 10 for Mike Moustakis with a double against Smiley as well. Solaire has been white hot since going over to Atlanta. I think he's hitting uh, like 320 with them so far. Dansby Swanson, Austin Riley, Jock Peterson, all in play for me. Uh, Jesse Winker has been smashing. Jonathan India, Joey Votto, and Kyle Farmer as well are good options. So just bats for me. Yeah, it sounds like all the bats by the sounds of things. So that's uh, I can't disagree with yeah. that at all. Going up against uh, Gray, I do like your um, the uh, like the Albies of the world. Yeah, I like that left hand side of the, the plate against Gray, but if you want to go with the righties, they're low. Like Jock Peterson, I think is a great tournament play on Tuesday because if yeah. he can double dong at any point in time, that that's kind of fun stuff there. And he's cheap. And then flipping on Smiley there, yeah, Casty's still affordable. Uh, Moose can hit lefties. Votto can hit lefties. You got India hitting everything. So there's a ton to like in this one as well. 
Milwaukee at the Chicago Cubs on this one. We have no total because it's game two of a doubleheader, and it's really to top it off. So it's the whole cha-cha. We assume it's still going to be Ashby and Steele. That can be up in the air. I don't want either pitcher, but it's a seven-inning game, Bogman. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a couple bats if you want here. Uh, Frank Schwindel is cheap, 2024. Rafael Ortega is still cheap, 26 and 29, even though he's been one of the best hitters. Uh, you know, maybe obviously sales in consideration, 38 and 33. But yeah, shorter games makes me kind of just want to pass this game. Yeah, I'm pretty much going to pass. I hate playing bats on short games. That I always say they could hit, obviously, if a team could still score 10 runs in seven innings. We've seen it many times. But uh, I'd take my chances elsewhere because in reality, if things just go as a normal baseball game, a lot of guys are losing a full at bat. Uh, a lot of times we see that game just get taken baseball. off the slate. Yeah. So, you know, that no, they, they, they've been throwing them out there lately. So we'll Have see they? how that one yeah, goes. But okay. I'm probably going to pass on that one overall. Chicago White Sox at the Minnesota Twins on this one. We have Dallas Keuchel versus Griffin Jacks. Over under of 10 and a half. We thought the White Sox went off on Monday. <laughs> I got a trick for you. Uh, Keuchel's 87 on DK, 7,000 on Vandal, and we're stacking the White Sox bats. Any interest in Keuchel? No, I mean, look, he was good last time out, and anytime he's good, I kind of hear it, but I'm just not brave enough. So, no thank you, especially on a big slate. Uh, not going to do it. Mitch Garver is 6 for 15 with a double against him, 9 for 34 for Donaldson with two bombs and a double. Uh, Abreu, Vaughn, Eloy, whoever you want to play on the Chicago side, really. And then if you're looking at Minnesota bats, Polanco, Arise, Larnick, you know, I'll pick out of that group. Yeah, I'm not really looking to fade Keiko a ton just because he doesn't get crushed very often, but uh, I am looking to fade uh, Jax for sure. We saw Eloy going off. He's still stupid affordable. Uh, Lou Bob had a nice return to the action here, and I like uh, some of the value because Andrew Vaughn had the day off on Monday, hoping he comes back strong on Tuesday. There's a lot to like for me with that White Sox side. Like, if you want to fade Keiko, Garver and Donaldson both had the day off on Monday. Those big guys I'd be looking to use it with Polanco, who had a down day against Gilito, where they all had to down games pretty much but uh definitely the white Sox side of things one of the better stacks on the slate against griffin jacks all right let's head to houston on this one john gray for the rockies versus jake odorizzi of the astros over under of nine on this one gray is 91 on dk 84 on fandle odorizzi 77 and 74 any interest in the arms or is it strictly bats as well on this one I, uh, you know i i'll throw i'll throw a contrarian play on gray if he's not uh going to be very high owned seven of his last day have been quality the astros aren't at their absolute peak right now so i i kind of get him no way on out of has been horrible recently uh and the you know rocky spats i know they're getting out of colorado but they've been hot you know cj crone uh has been smashing so is story uh sam hilliard has been pretty good connor joe has been hitting elias diaz ryan mcmahon uh, I'll, I'll go to mainly Rockies bats in this game. Yeah, the Rockies bats, and it feels weird to say that outside of Coors Field for sure, but I don't mind them in this one, especially Trevor Story since the All-Star break is just insanely hot. So I like that, Sam Hilliard versus Odorizzi. thing is, Odorizzi also has reverse splits, so that's why Crone comes into play pretty nicely, like you said. Maybe Elias Diaz really cheap. So the Rockies are in play because I love fading Odorizzi with the best of them. So I think it's a it's a nice stack, and a lot. I don't think you usually go towards Colorado on the road. So it could be a nice lower owned uh, to play in this one. And then I like playing John Gray. It's kind of steer- scary getting in front of Houston, but I get your your contrarian angle. I 100% do yeah. on this slate. It could come into play like you're going to laugh at one of my next picks. So maybe we'll be even, but I, I could see that for sure. <laughs> 
New York Yankees at the Kansas City Royals. We've got Nestor Cortez versus Daniel Lynch over under 10.5. Cortez 85 and 58. 58 is more appropriate. Uh, Lynch 66 and 6,000. Like, I like Cortez. There's no way I'm paying 85 on DK. But Lynch as an SP2, I am slightly intrigued. I, look, I, yeah, I'm. I hear you on it. I'm not. I'm not brave enough. I'm not gonna do it. But uh, he's one that I definitely was kind of considering. There, there's a lot of secondary options though, so I'm not gonna put him on the list. But uh, yeah, there's not a lot to like as far as the hitting goes here either. I mean, if I'm not going Lynch, I'll go with a, a Masher, a Stanton, Judge, Gallo, somebody like that. But um, yeah, there's not a ton of love in this game right now. No, there's not. Like Cortez is good enough, but he doesn't go deep enough. That's why I don't want to use him. Doesn't mean I want to stack against him. So that makes it tricky. And then Lynch, I actually like just because the Yankees' bats are so cold. Like even tonight against Hernandez, he was outstanding as as a punt play. Uh, Judge had some good at bats. Don't get me wrong. So he's he could be a nice play versus Lynch. But man, if Lynch can give you five or six, like a quality start on this slate, I think it's outstanding. So I, I don't mind uh, using him as a pitcher, and I'm not into many bats as well, just like you aren't. Let's go to the Bay Area here. We've got the Arizona Diamondbacks at the San Francisco Giants. Zach Gallon versus Alex Wood. Gallon 71 on DK, 78 on FanDuel. Wood 98 and 86. Uh, D-backs got to Wood his last time out. Still a good arm. Are you using either pitcher on the slate? I like Gallon at his price. I mean, I actually don't really like Gallon, but decent in his last two. And uh, they're in San Francisco, and this price is pretty solid. So, uh, yeah, I, I think gallon is in play for me. Um, if you don't want to mess with that, there is some PVB data on both sides here. Four for 13 for Solano against gallon with a bomb, a four for 11 for Yastrzemski with a double, uh, Nick Ahmed is seven for 24 with two doubles and two homers against wood. And he has been hitting lead off recently. Uh, Walker Cabrera Calhoun have been hitting a little bit. Uh, your boy belt back up off the IL has been pretty decent. Uh, maybe Chris Bryant or Brandon Crawford. Um, but I, I actually, I do like Gallon. I think he's going to be uh, my SP2 a bunch of, in a bunch of spots. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't hate him for his price. I expect him to be somewhere in the 8K range, at least mid-8K most likely with Zach Gallon. So I get it. I get playing the Giants bats like Brandon Bell, who's been in Fuego. You got Brandon, uh, Brandon Crawford and a few others. Like the cheap bats, like Lamont Wade's still there, kind of cheap. But I get going Giants if you want, just doing what they do but even in that uh, milwaukee series most of the runs came out the bullpen the starters shut them down so not saying gallon is a brand gallon as sp2 with the value he brings i'd use what if he was cheaper like on fanduel at 86 i'm intrigued i'd rather have erod at 8,000 if you're looking to save or even maybe gallon at 78 but uh what is intriguing because no one's gonna pay nine or 86 for him probably on fanduel and if he's on he could win you a slate so i don't mind it there I pretty much just like if you're going to stack the Giants, you go Yaz, Belt, Crawford and company. And I don't mind it. Otherwise, I'm kind of just avoiding this one and rolling with some gallon. Miami at San Diego. Keep an eye on Trevor Rogers because it still says that everywhere right now. But it doesn't say that in the sports books. That one's off the line. Okay. And someone I saw on Twitter because we're all fantasy nerds trying to set our lineups. And um, they asked Craig Mish, what's the deal with Rogers? He pitched on Tuesday. And Mish said, I would start someone else this week. So, <laughs> okay. And Mish is usually pretty Read between the lines. Things. Yeah. So, yeah, keep an eye on who's actually pitching for Miami. But Stamen is basically opening for San Diego. Bats only in this one, I assume? 
Yeah, I mean, especially if it's no Rodgers. And I wasn't even interested in Rodgers coming off the IL anyway. But, yeah, I'm I'm just bats here. Uh, Lewis Brinson is cheap and been hitting 2,600. Jesus Aguilar, Miguel Rojas, Jorge Alfaro. Uh, we mentioned Brian De La Cruz yesterday. Uh, Trent Grisham, Austin Nola, Adam Frazier, Manny Machado on the San Diego side. Uh, so, yeah, just bats for me. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. I do like the Miami side of it. I played Brinson on Monday. No problem going back to him. Basically free. The dude's very, very good at cleanup. So I, I think he's a great value once again on this slate. Uh, you can get your little pieces, like you mentioned, De La Cruz, Alfaro, Rojas, whatever. You don't have to stack Miami if you don't want to, but there's some nice value to be had. And then see who the Miami um, option is. Because if it's a what I think it's going to be, a, a very hittable pitcher, then yes, uh, San Diego's very much in play with your Cronenworth, who's still way too cheap, Frazier's, Machado's, um, Fam and company. It's a, it's a very, very healthy stack, to say the least. Texas Rangers at the Seattle Mariners in this one. Colby Allard versus um, Logan Gilbert over under of eight. Allard 64 and 67. Gilbert 96 and 89. Any interest in either of these two arms? Yeah, Gilbert's one of my three here. Uh, Texas got to him in his uh, last time out, but uh, they have been miserable recently. Like nobody is hitting for this team right now. So uh, I like Logan Gilbert a lot. He's going to be one of my top three options, options along with Scherzer and Manaya. So I am definitely in on Gilbert, uh, which makes me obviously out on any Texas bats. But uh, Seager's not a bad option. Four for 11 with two bombs against Allard. Uh, Abraham Toro has been hot. Jared Kelnick, uh, even though he get, got tossed, has been hitting a little bit. Uh, Ty France has been good, so I'll stick to just Gilbert and Seattle bats. Yeah, I don't mind Gilbert in this one either. I think he's got some massive upside. Like you said, he got hit around last time, which is a bit of a bummer, but as a whole, been quite productive, quality start machine of late. So I like Gilbert at 96 on DK. Probably more so on DK, because just in case he doesn't go six innings, there's other options on FanDuel. Um, and then give me some Seattle bats. I've been loving these guys. Even Clinic was getting hits off the of lefties. Toro's a great play ty france uh kyle seager loves hitting lefty so don't sleep on that one you get a very affordable nice seattle stack this evening for some late night action last game on the slate toronto blue jays at the los angeles angels of anaheim we have um ross stripling versus jose suarez on this one and just beware i believe this is the one this is let me triple check yeah this is a uh, game two of a double header so have that yeah. in mind also uh, Stripling's 95 on DK. He's uh, and it's not on Fandle because it's doubleheader. Suarez is 78 on DK. Either pitcher in a shortened game stand out to you because honestly, Stripling on a seven inning game is quite intriguing, actually. Yeah, and his last two starts were decent. I have him in play. So, uh, but I do, I do like some of the bats, even though it's, uh, you know, I like Springer today. Uh, I'll just say that he's just been white hot and he's three for seven uh, against Suarez with a bomb uh, three for three for Guriel against him with a homer and a double. So, but it's going to be stripling and a couple bats for me. That's it. Yeah. I like stripping in a seven inning game. You can go there again. Usually don't like bats. I won't argue playing the Jays though, because they could crush Suarez in three innings for all I care. Um, so that's very much a play. And you mentioned Springer who's hitting everybody. So, and they're cheaper because it is a seven inning game. So you got that going for you, too. So if you want to play some Jays bats, zero problem with that at all. Before we recap everything for you, remember, everybody, give a rate and review on iTunes. We'd much, much appreciate a little five-star constructive criticism. All the good stuff would mean the world to us. And also go check out the Lion Star YouTube channel and uh, go get the thumbs up and the, uh, the old subscribe to that one. It would help us out tremendously. All right, Bogman, on this slate, who you pitching? 
Uh, I like Scherzer, Mania, and Gilbert as uh, one of my main guys. And then secondary options of Gallon, Gray, Erod, really. And then I'm okay if you fire out like a Mize, McKenzie, Stripling, Hap. Yeah, Scherzer, Mania, Gilbert, Erod would be my top ones. And then you can come back with um, Gallon and Lynch. It's kind of where I'm sitting. Maybe Brault if you're feeling frisky. And then I do like Stripling. Make sure that's really who's going in that game because sometimes you'll see the double headers and they flip their starters and all of a sudden he's pitching game one. Now he's not on our slate. So keep an eye on that fun stuff too. You might get some scrub from Toronto pitching and now Joe Adele at $2,000 yeah. becomes intriguing. So you never know what you're going to get. Uh, who are you stacking up on this slate, Bogwin? Uh, I like either side of the Atlanta-Cincinnati game. Uh, Chicago against Minnesota, we mentioned that one. I like Colorado against Oda Rizzi. Um, Miami against uh, an opener and a bullpen, and then uh, Seattle against Allard. Yeah, this is a fun slate because there's a lot of interesting ways to go. Like, part of me wants to attack J.A. Happ with like a 0% owned Pittsburgh stack, which <laughs> is always a very volatile situation. Who's there, your stack there? It's Nagowski and Reynolds, and um, who else was it? I had it just a second Park, ago here. Stallings. Mm, Stallings would be a good one. Let me pull up good old pittsburgh here i could separate it it'd be reynolds stallings um newman's interesting because he's actually been hitting well and hitting second lately and he's super cheap but nagowski would be there and if you want to go to brian hayes you can he's been struggling though they're so cheap because even anthony alford has been productive it's an ugly <laughs> stack it's absolutely horrifically yeah. ugly i'm not gonna deny it's it cheap. but it's insanely cheap so it makes you it allows you to go like mania and scherzer if you want yeah and then do something like that and still get another good team stack it allows that kind of like, just do like three pirates and you'll get everything else you want. Uh, I'm not saying you have to, but it's intriguing. Uh, Dodgers is a nice contrarian one versus Nola as well. I know I'm going to regret not playing Baltimore, Detroit. I'm just putting that out there right now to everybody if they want to and tell, tell Bubba he screwed up. Put that in the comments <laughs> on the YouTube channel. Go for it. I don't blame you. Um, I like the Mets versus Espino. Uh, I think that's a very, very good one in that matchup. And then going on to some other ones here uh, Cincinnati is in play versus Smiley. Um, Colorado versus Odorizzi. like that one quite a bit as well as you mentioned. The White Sox are in play, and um, yeah, you can have some fun. San Diego should be in play because I'm pretty sure if they're throwing a scrub up there instead of Trevor Rogers, so something to definitely keep in mind as well. All right, Bogman, the moment everyone's been waiting for, and the only way they find out about it is they follow Line Star on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB, and that is the home run calls of the day. Uh, Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys will give out a home run call of the day if you retweet that tweet. You get entered in the drawing to be paired up with each one of us. And if our guy goes deep, you get some free swag. So three lucky retweeters each night get paired up with one of us. Bogman, who's your home run call for Tuesday, August 10th? Um, Man, all right. I keep flipping back and forth. I'm going to go with Jorge Soler uh, off of Sonny Gray. Give me a Soler bomb. Yeah, there's a lot of really interesting ones on this goofy, goofy slate. But uh, I'm going to go to Seattle, and I'm going to go Kyle Seeger off of Colby Allard. Yep, we're getting freaky deaky on this one. But Seager hits lefties so insanely well. He took uh, Mr. Andrew Heaney deep on Saturday for those keeping track at home. Heaney sucked again. And we get, oh, by the way, just quick note here. Good old Gary, who listens to the show frequently, he sent me a message that um, this Thursday, the Field of Dreams game, Yankees-White Sox, it's Andrew Heaney versus the White Sox going into the cornfield. No. absolutely <laughs> amazing. I cannot wait for that. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Bogman's got Solaire. I have Kyle Seeger. We'll see who Ryan Humphreys has, but it should be a fun one. 
on your 15 game Tuesday. Remember two double headers. So it's like a 13 and three quarter game Tuesday. It'll be a ton of fun. We'll be back with you guys on Wednesday with a pretty average slate. I'd imagine follow Blogman on Twitter at Blogman sports, myself at BD and trick. And we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the line star app on deck podcast. Download line star app from the app store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.